Some people were made to follow the instructions. We were made to make our own. To always measure twice and never cut corners. Unless, of course, we've got a compound miter saw. Northern Tool and Equipment is a problem solver's paradise. There's nothing we can't find, fix, or figure out together. We're made for this. Start solving your projects today at northerntool.com. What we do here is go back, 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 back. Okay, and welcome to the Shot Through the Chart podcast. Shot Through the Chart. And you're too... Okay, anyway, sorry. <laughs> no, <laughs> welcome to the Shot Through the Chart podcast. We're off to a great start. Um, my name is AC Ponce. Uh, I will be one of your hosts. I'm joined by my co-host, my beautiful co-host, Miss Stephanie Henderson. Say Hello. hi, Stephanie. There she is. So we are doing this podcast because... We thought, who better to review old songs uh, than a couple of '90s kids? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So no, seriously, we the both of us we we love music, and so uh, we just really wanted to take a look at our musical history, if you will, if we want to sound intellectual. Uh, Let's be proper. <laughs> yeah, but uh, no, seriously, we, we just wanted to have an excuse to listen to some old music and talk about it for a little bit. Um, so the songs we're going to be looking at are going to be songs from the Billboard 100 uh, over the course of all the years uh, that we cover. We're going to start with 1990. That is the year of my birth. Mm. Okay, I was born before Steph, so... Or, I'm you know, 92, baby. In, in numerical order here, we're going to start with me. Um, so, we're, yeah, we're going to start with... He, here's how it's going to go down, okay? <laughs> As you can tell, I'm a professional podcaster, and <laughs> I'm, I'm doing a great job. No, um, the way it's going to work is we're going to be covering uh, the top 40 plus some honorable mentions. So the way that's going to work is we're going to talk about honorable mentions... Uh, the way the honorable mentions episodes are going to work is those that did not make the top those forty that for did that not, year. Correct. Those that did not make the top forty. So what we what we're going to do, Steph is going to choose five that should be in the, that she thinks should be in the top forty. And I'm always right. Okay. <laughs> time time will tell, uh, and then I will choose my five, and we shall discuss. So. Um, we will. That's what this episode's gonna be uh, today. We're gonna we're gonna go over our honorable mentions. But after that, uh, once we get into the top forty, we're gonna cover. Uh, what, what did we say? Five songs. <laughs> Five songs. Five songs. Uh, starting from number forty all the way to number one. Okay. I feel like this is gonna prove us right or wrong, whether we really know music or not. Yeah. I, well. Okay. I. Like, I hope we're not just selecting, like, one genre, or because that's what we grew up listening to, or that's what our parents were like, oh, that was great, back in the day, you know? Yeah, but I, I think, okay, because we kind of have different backgrounds, I would say. You we grew have similar up, music tastes. We have similar music tastes, but our backgrounds kind of lend to different, you know, mm-hmm. genres and stuff yeah. like that. You grew up in the Northeast. Yes. I've always Rhode lived in... Rhode Island. Rhode Island. I know most of you who are listening to this have never heard of that place, but anyway. The smallest state with uh-huh. the longest name. 
Is that true? The yeah, longest name? the longest name. So its official name was Rhode oh. Island and Providence Plantations. Oh, technically. But then, but then they shortened it because anyway. they were like, nobody's going to call it that. Nobody's going <laughs> to mention it ever. How rude. <laughs> How rude. And I, I grew up here in the South. I am, I've, been, I've lived in Texas practically my whole life. Um, you know... I've grown up in an in an Asian household, so not exactly a uh, not exactly a um, adventurous bunch when it comes to uh, <laughs> music. when it comes to music. So, um, but still, I had to find music on my own. Where Steph, I think she was mm-hmm. exposed to some of the more uh, how would you say it? I don't know. I I think that my dad's obsession with like b boying and dancing in the eighties uh, kind of lent to you know. He wanted us to learn, you know, what music was about, whether, like, it was considered good music and it was on the top 40 or not, you know. Mm-hmm. He was like, this was a good song, or this was shit. Why do people listen to this? <laughs> you know, so, but it was it was always fun because, like, you know, growing up doing chores and stuff, we'd be running around the house cleaning, something, you know, think you think is not fun, but we're jamming out to, like, Bobby Brown and, you know, Guy and New Edition and, you know, all those 80s bands that... Just blew up, mm-hmm. took over. Right, right. And so, like, like I said, you know, I'm I'm Filipino. So Filipinos, they love the slow and like they love ballads. Like oh, the slower and more love songy they are. Like they love that. They just I, I don't know how there else has to, to describe. be drama. <laughs> yeah, there has to be like some guy is just like dying to be with this girl, or like the their heart has been like, broken, yeah. or something like that. So I, you know. I, I love that kind of music, but of course, I you know, growing up here in America, I had to, you know, kind of reach out and find other kinds of music so I wouldn't just, you know, be some hopeless romantic worried about my heart breaking all the time. So <laughs> You wanted to dance. I, I wanted to dance, and <laughs> hey, I, I do love dancing. So, But anyway, um, so like I said, we're going to start with, with 1990. This episode's going to cover our 10 choices from the 60 songs that didn't make the top 40 mm-hmm. okay so whether you agree with us or not that's really not the point i mean it you know make your own opinions eventually we're gonna have some sort of way that you can interact with us and tell us hey see your opinion is crap you know or right. you Steph, know, you're Steph, a genius. yeah <laughs> you know or, or vice versa but you know at your at your own risk <laughs> anyway um so what we're what are we going to do now? Um, so, like I said, we're, we're taking our songs from, from the Billboard Top 100. Yeah, so. yeah, just putting it out there. We got the list for the Top 100 for the year um, from... Uh, I know they have it in the archives on the Billboard uh, website. And then we got ours from, actually, some... Bobborst.com? I don't know yeah. if that's uh, some dude's name. I we don't, don't know, know if, if this is wrong. legit, but just roll with us, okay? <laughs> well, Hopefully every, he got it right. Everywhere that, like, I, I, everywhere that I would type into when it comes to, like, Google and all that, you know, that's oh, that's what so would come up. So. AC did his research. Stephanie I, slacking a little bit. A little bit. Trusting, being too trusting. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we got it from there. Of course, Billboard compiles their their mm-hmm. list from, you know, from sales, record sales, airplay, uh, more, more surveys. surveys, Nielsen ratings, that yeah. sort of thing. So I learned that in business school. There you go, hey. Nielsen. Um, but so that's where that's where we're getting our our actual songs from. Um, 
So you may be looking at other lists of top 40s and they may not match up. Just letting you know that's where we're getting it from. Um, so uh, it should be pretty close. It though. should be. It, it shouldn't sh- be anything drastically different. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't think so. And you know, and and I think I think Billboard's really good because it mm-hmm. won't take songs from say 1989 that were still big in right you know, in the 90s, in, yeah, in 1990, right? Yeah. So we want to make sure that we're actually focusing just on that year. So. We're leaving my few my favorite music era and starting when we were born in. I don't know. Well, okay. I feel like we're being cheated of the 80s. Just for now, okay, so we're going to start in 1990, all right, work our way up to present day. I know this is a weird timeline. But I feel we're like gonna... present day, we're just going to be a bunch of complainers. Yes, we Nobody's going to want to listen absolutely. to it. Absolutely. We're going to work our way to present day, and then we're going to go back for, you know, our uh, our throwbacks. So we'll mm-hmm. we'll look at... Special editions. Special editions of, I, I don't know how, how else to put it, but we'll look at the 80s, we'll look at the 70s, we'll look at we'll look at all of them. We'll throw it way, way back. So Let's go to the 20s. <laughs> <laughs> Let's listen to some swing music. Do, do they even have a way to keep track of... of I don't know, when did Billboard start? Top four. I, something to find out for another episode, but anyway. We um, do our homework, guys. So anyway, we're going to take a quick break right here. We will get come back. We will get ourselves ready for this, for this list, and then we're gonna. I don't know. I don't know. Hopefully, hopefully this. You haven't tuned out already, so hopefully uh, you you can make it to the, the ten songs that we thought should have made the top forty but did not. So surprisingly, a lot of them. Like it was kind of difficult. It was very difficult, but we'll talk about that. I'm trying to throw the break here, okay? Oh, sorry. To use a radio term that I'm not quite sure if I'm using correctly. Okay, Okay. Anyway. Okay, alright, welcome back to the Shot Through the Chart podcast. Uh, We're going to be going through our... uh, Our list of the songs that should have made it into the top 40, uh, but did not. So, uh, Steph's going to start with hers... Hello. Um, so, um, just a disclaimer, guys. We know <laughs> these first couple podcasts are going to be a, a, a little rough, and I think that's being conservative. So, <laughs> give us some time to figure all this out, and you know, we'll, I'm sure it'll get better over time. But uh, you know, we'll uh, we'll get this thing figured out. Okay. So, uh, go ahead, Steph. You, you can start with yours. Okay. So, I'm just putting it out there that some of my reasonings for choosing these songs might be a little, I don't know. They, they might seem dumb, but, I mean, hey, I was born in the 90s and these songs just came out, so I was like, a baby, give me a break. So, anyway, so my first song that I chose um, actually landed at number 94 spot, and it's uh, Bismarcky, Just a Friend. Now, everyone knows this song, uh, and the reason why everyone knows this song is because 21 artists have sampled the song, have made their own version, or have just used snippets, and everyone knows, like, oh, baby, you... Like, it just, it sounded really rough back then, and it was not, you know, a really attractive song, you know, and everyone kind of, like, poked fun at it. They just thought, you know, it was, like, a really funny song, but then, you know, when Mario made it into, like, this, you know, romantic kind of, like, I guess, I wouldn't say it was a ballad, but, like, he tried to, like romance it mm-hmm. you know a lot of people started catching on to it so um but just a few um people who sampled it were uh the beastie boys dougie fresh 50 cent and uh austin mahone mahoney whatever his name is he sampled it 
2012. So, um, yeah, if you're either, you know, born in the 2000s or late 90s, you know, if you're the typical millennial, I guess you would know the Austin Mahone version. <laughs> Whatever his name is. Guys. So the, the, the way that I came to know was the Mario version, and that yeah, was awesome. Yeah, me too. Yeah. I think the reason why... Uh, I, I think the reason why this this ver you know Bismarcky's version is has kind of come to prominence in lately. It feels a little, it's like you know one of those like it's a hipstery thing. You know, you just like mm. like something ironically because let's let's be real. It is it is a rough song. It is yeah. a very rough song. It's hard to listen to sometimes. But, yeah. but when you do listen to it, like you're just like okay, I get where he's coming from. Like sometimes mm-hmm. I might feel like that. Or, like, you're just, like, you just want to be like, hey, you got what I need. Like, come talk to me. Why are we just friends? Are we just friends? You know? So. I think the basis for a great song was there. Yes. Which is why so many came out of it. Right, exactly. Exactly. So. And actually, um, doing some research, he sampled two different songs to, you know, get to that one. Um, And (laughs) so... One song was also entitled was entitled uh, "You Got What I Need," and that was by Freddie Scott in 1968. And then this one was really funny. It's called "Get Out of My Life, Woman." Get out of my life, woman. <laughs> by Lee Dorsey uh, in 1966. And um, of course, you can go online and look up, you know, which parts were sampled. But I'm pretty sure the piano part was sampled from the Freddie Scott song, and then the drums that hits, you know. Like right at the beginning of the song was the "Get Out of My Life" woman, mm-hmm. probably the little more aggressive portion of the song. Um, but yeah, so again, it it landed at ninety four out of a hundred, and I feel like I don't know. I think obviously at the time, against all these other really great artists, um, it wouldn't have come out as as you know anywhere in the top forty. But I think a, I think it deserves a spot a little bit closer to the top forty. Rather than, you know, the end of, you know, yeah, the list. And, and this is, you know, we're going to see a, a big pattern in some of these songs. Because cause yeah. doing, doing our research for some of these songs, we've seen, you know, this song actually came out in 89. So by the time the end of the year, you know, around when whenever the Billboard finalizes our list in November, yeah. if this has got some significant airplay, just like any song today... Yeah. You're gonna be sick of that song right. by that time, so right. that that plays into that kind of plays into the popularity of it, you know, kind of slipping. So, right. but it's you know, it, it's it's a great song, and I'm always impressed by people who know all the words to that one. Yes, for me, I know most of them, maybe like eighty five percent of the words. Uh, you know what? I I will just stick to listening to it. I will let Bismarcky <laughs> do all that. Uh, but you know, other than that, I, I'll stick to Mario. Also, uh, one last thing before I move on to my second pick. I think that, you know, the popularity that his version, that Bismarcky's version has gained is probably, um, like you said, in part to Mario's version. Mm -hmm. Because when Mario came out with his version, he also came out with his other songs. And what was that one? Uh, Uh, Like, How Do I Breathe? No, before, even before How Do I Breathe came out. Um... He's dancing in the studio, and all of his friends are there, and there's, like, graffiti on the wall. All I'm thinking about the, is the color baby blue. Shoot, what is it? It's, like, his very first... Ice Ice Baby. No. no. <laughs> That's all no. I can think about. Um, graffiti in the background, friends all around. 
That's, that's the I, nice ice baby thing. I don't know, but you guys know what I'm talking about. When Mario first came out, like his first popular song, you know, of course, when he was like, I think he was like maybe 15 or 16 when he came out with There's just gonna a There's going to be friend. somebody just yelling. Someone's going to be like, you us. idiots, you're doing music and you don't know the song. But <laughs> trust me, I mean, it'll come to me like halfway or maybe towards the end of the show and I'll yell it out and you'll be like, finally. <laughs> but anyway, let me move on to the next one. So, <laughs> that wraps up our podcast. Blah! <laughs> right? <laughs> so my second choice was uh, Free Fallen by Tom Petty mm. and actually landed at the number 64 spot and I think I chose the song just because I know the song Every, I feel like and I, I feel like yeah it's one of those classic songs that you know people when it comes on everyone starts singing it mm-hmm. you know and and I think I think in doing my research honestly the only reason why I chose it is really because John Mayer did his his remake of it mm. and it was it was great and it was acoustic and he was just him and his guitar and just you know it was really great. And the video was black and white. And I don't know. It just was, it was really like soothing and nice. And I think that came out like in the early 2000s. So I think the only reason why I chose that one was. But also I think because, again, like I think I chose a lot of songs that are classics now. But of course, back then they were just like, oh, that song, mm-hmm. you know. I, I, but I, I think, feel like, I feel like Free Fallen is like the 90s version of uh sweet caroline yes like yes. whenever sweet caroline when comes did, on you know when did like don't start don't stop believing when did that come out i feel like this might be another version of that wow we just are, not as pumped up we'll we'll get to that anyway. <laughs> but no <laughs> but yeah no it's, it's along those lines of just like you know the second it comes on at least I, yeah at least five half to the six room. people yeah. yeah half the room that's a good one yeah half the room is gonna be singing it you know right so. And 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 it's a and it's a good thing too. People aren't like moaning and groaning like, "Oh, this song." Yeah. They're like, "Oh, this song," yeah. you know. And so, okay, so my number three song was "Love Shack" by the B52s, and they landed at the number seventy-eight spot. And I love "Love Love Shack" just because, like, it's just a fun song. Mm-hmm. It's it's pretty upbeat. You know, you want to like bob your head and like move your body a little bit. You know, mm-hmm. and then. Uh, also, um, wasn't this one the song in the Flintstones? <laughs> there has, it's if, been so long since I've seen <laughs> the, that Flintstones movie. So the Flintstones movie, um, what's John, John? John Goodman? Goodman, yeah. So the one starring John Goodman. I don't know if it was in the first one or the second one, but the B-52s was... You know, their music was in that, in one of those movies, like, pretty heavily. So, that's all I remember. But I remember when I was, like, a, like a five or six-year-old just, like, loving the song. Like, mm-hmm. yes, Flintstones, B-52s, they yeah. go hand in hand, you so, know? So, this song... Reminds this, me of happiness. The, you know, so this isn't going to be the last B-52 songs song yes. we talk about in this year. Mm-hmm. And actually, there's another one. I'm, I'm not going to jump to it because I'm going to start covering it. And we'll, we'll like cover it in a different episode. They might I feel know like it. this is the better... This is the better B-52 song. Than the other one? Than the other one. Mm-hmm. That actually made the top 40. And I, right and I at number like, 40, yeah. mind you. But, you yeah. know, this is the better one to me. Yeah. I don't know. I, really, I, I do like the other one, but... I don't know. This one is just nostalgic for me, I guess. Yeah, I mean, I, I agree. But, you I know, agree. if we're if we're putting ourselves, you know, in 1990, mm-hmm. and we're thinking about all these songs that are on the list, uh, 100 to 1, mm-hmm. <clears throat> I think that, I, I don't know, I feel like I still would have picked this one because this one is just more upbeat, and the other one starts weird. 
Well, I think that's just on the music video. I think if you hear radio play... Oh, yeah, because, of course, in radio play, they cut things out, just like nowadays. I don't know. Putting yourself, you know, in the 1990, Mm -hmm. I think, you know, I probably would have chosen this one anyway, Mm -hmm. because in the 90s, people just wanted to dance and enjoy life, you know? But anyway... As opposed (laughs) to today. Nobody wants to dance or enjoy life. Oh, no. Like, I don't know. People are moody (laughs) nowadays. Like, they just want to sulk and listen to their depressing-ass music. Sorry if there's uh, children listening, but I think you know, like people just want to hear something. Like I don't know, lately, like like they want to hear their ballads. They want to hear, or they want to hear like a breakup song or like a really yeah, yeah. Like even some songs that are meant to be happy, they sound just so like ugh. Like get on with it. Like I don't want to drive to slow music all the time, you know. And I feel like when I turn on the radio, that's all I hear. So okay, all right, so. Do you need an example? No, I don't know. Uh, I, I guess, you know... No, you, I mean, you need I just, an example? No, okay, like, <laughs> if... I don't feel like every Drake song that comes out now well, is, no. is depressing. I don't feel like of course. every... Well, that's because everyone told him that his music was kind of yes, a downer he was, yeah, he was, when he first came out. Sad. <laughs> Except for that first song, what was that? Best Which I one? Ever Had? That wasn't... That was pretty good. Yeah, it but and it wasn't depressing. But after that, for some reason, like, all of his songs were slow and melodic and just, like... I want to go to sleep, not dance to the song. I don't, okay. Uh, you know what? That's stuff we're going to cover when we get closer <laughs> to that year. But but uh, anyway. Well, okay, so I don't, now that we've drawn on about the agree B-52s. to disagree on that. On I, that I mean, thought. hey, that's why I'm sure some of the listeners will, will be like, yes, I agree with Steph. She's a genius. And some people will be like, AC, you dummy. No. Listen to Steph. <laughs> Just I feel like they're on the same side, <laughs> of the same side of the coin there, but... <laughs> Anyway. <laughs> okay, so my number four pick is uh, something pretty nostalgic for me. Mm. Um, so Back to Life by Soul to Soul yes, yes. hit number 42 on the chart. And, and I know it's very close to number 40, but I mean, it. I don't know. I feel like it just deserves such a closer spot. Yeah. I feel like it deserves to be in the top 40. Like, I remember watching that music video when I was a kid. Like, No, I agree with you. This, was, this one's pretty nostalgic for me. Mm-hmm. I know... I know, like, anytime, you know, you hear that first Back to Life and you're mm-hmm. like, you just snap back yeah. to, you know, back back in the 90s there. So, um, I'm trying to think. It's like, a classic, like, cookout, uh, barbecue song that will come on, like, at least at my family cookouts. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, because in Rhode Island, you know, we get, like, two cookouts a year mm-hmm. <laughs> when it's not snowing. So, you know, when this song came on, you know, we're either eating or we're either, you know, everyone's, you know, already dancing. And so, or if it's come on a few times already, because, mm-hmm. you know, back then CDs, you know, you just let them right. replay. And unless someone made, like, a mix. And, you know, every time this song came on, I just remember, like, everyone's stopping and just mouthing the first couple lines, mm-hmm. and it's just it's just a really good it's, song. It's an awesome lead up. I'm it's glad, just like yeah. acapella for the mm-hmm. first two, yeah. and then that that beat drops in. Yes, and then, yes, oh. yes, I loved it. And then so yeah, that I feel like yeah that these are not in any particular order to my preference. It's just I feel like that would probably be my first choice. This just happens to be written down in an order that I remember these songs. Um, but also, so my last one. Is um, Janie's got a gun? And why did I not write down who sang it? It's Aerosmith. Okay, I forgot. I forgot. Okay, I don't have my notes. To be fair, I was gonna say you are ruining the credibility (gasps) 
but equally, equally, I am on that same front. Hey, I'm just admitting, okay? I, too. Didn't you type in these notes? I did, but I see I didn't Guys, he left me hanging high and dry. It's because, that seems obvious. I know there's somebody out there who agrees with me. He wanted to make Whenever you hear Janie's Got a Gun, you know exactly who sang that song. I had a brain fart. Have you ever had one of those? They're apparently detrimental to a podcast. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Our first one at that. Yeah. But anyway, forgive me. Yeah, we'll Aerosmith see if we have a second fans, one. <laughs> okay. No, but so, yeah, Janie's Got a Gun, I think, I like this song. I don't know, like, I feel like it should have been higher. Like, it should have been somewhere mm-hmm. closer to the for- top 40. Mm-hmm. Uh, just because I feel like Aerosmith has just, was really, really big. And then on top of that, the album, I'm pretty sure the album that this song is on was at the Billboard top for... I don't even... Their album as a whole, I'm saying, was at the top for, you know, a record amount of time. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. I feel like it should be closer. I mean, it's it earned the number 61 spot. So... Yeah, I agree. I, I think know. I think this one is just... Because, like I said, you, you hear... You, I mean, this is a song that everybody... Right. At least when you hear the name of it, mm-hmm. you know who sang it. You can then, at least try and sing a little bit of it. Right. Know? Right. Um, or if not, you can remember um, She's All That with uh, Freddie Prince Jr. Oh, and yeah. <laughs> the the main character's name was Janie. <laughs> and he sang about her. Uh, okay. <laughs> That's one okay. way of remembering. <laughs> I mean, like, uh, it, it's great, you know, I mean, anytime... Anytime Steven Tyler put, you know, yes. starts singing anything, you know, you remember it's amazing. when he? I don't know if you watched the Lizzie McGuire show, but he was on that show once and he <laughs> killed it. It was great. I was so happy. I was like, oh my gosh, he's so old, but he's doing so good. Okay, how? Okay, let's put that in perspective. Mm-hmm. How old? How how long ago was that Lizzie McGuire show? Oh, like I don't when? Know. Whenever? Like you watched that? Like how old? Probably. Or like, how long ago was that? I mean. I want to say over 12, 13 years ago. And he was old then. <laughs> I mean, dude is dude is like... But he still sings and performs like yeah. like it's nothing. Yeah, and, and... And it's always amazing from what I he's hear. He's up there with, you know, Jagger and them. Like, yeah. I don't understand how folks that old still <laughs> no. up and around. But I mean, like we watched the new edition story, like it's all muscle memory. They can still do it in their sleep. Oh, know? yeah, I get that. I get so. that. But, you know, and... and the other thing that impresses me with Steven Tyler is like his voice is it, his, spot on every his, time. His voice is amazing, but like apparently, like you've heard Dream, Dream On, right? Yeah, of course, everybody's heard Dream On. He said that was back when he was shy and wasn't sure about his voice. What? And that's probably one of the greatest rock songs out there. So I don't know. I he, didn't he, know that. he kills just about everything you. He does. And then, also, a he, random side note about Aerosmith that that's my favorite ride, the rock and roller coaster, when I go to Disney. So it's pretty great. Not gonna lie, it's like not, and it's not even just for the ride. The ride itself is really cool, and I'm I like to get super techie with rides and like <laughs> what types of loops and everything go into them. But just like the just the entrance and seeing them like all yeah. well, the wax version of them in the studio and mm. you know singing and everything. And the fact that the music, like their music, is so perfect. So then when you're on a roller coaster, what better than to be listening to their music. Right. Even yeah, though for it's... the first, like, five seconds you can't hear anything because, you know, they the roller coaster takes off really fast and scares the crap out of you. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty great. 
Or when you're upside Disney, down. Disney, if you feel like sponsoring this podcast, Seriously. we will uh, We we'll love you guys. <laughs> and if you want to throw in some day passes. <laughs> we need those fast passes. Not the ones like... Okay, side or, tension here. Or magic passes. I love the, like, stay after midnight. Those that are awesome. Cool. But, okay, like, I remember, like, the last time I went to Disney, which is probably, like, five... Closer to ten years ago. Closer to that. No, not mm. even. Maybe five years ago. Even, like, with fast passes, you still have to wait. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Because people are catching on. They're like, mm-hmm. let me pay for these fast passes. Right. And then it's, sometimes it's it's better to just wait in the regular line at some, some you know, attractions. Yeah. But you just have to know the peak hours of certain rides. Like, people just don't randomly go. Like, See, people have strategies. Like, people literally, like, they map out and have strategies for each park. And I'm like, I just want to go. Right, exactly. I don't <laughs> like, want to, want to do- have all these thoughts about, oh, let's go on this ride at this time because no one's going to be there. No. And if you think that at noon people are going to be at lunch, you're fooling yourself. People will skip lunch to go on these really, really well, Probably because they can't rides. get out of the line. <laughs> well, that's true. That's true. Well, then I guess go to lunch when everyone's supposed to be at lunch. Uh, I don't just eat at the end of the day. That's all you gotta do. Just, <laughs> Never eat. Just, okay. Well, less likely that you'll throw up. So see. you're good. Unless you, you have go. a strong stomach like me, I don't. Throw Your boy up. got it. I figured it out. <laughs> anyway, sorry. <laughs> sorry, there was a huge lull right there. But like, we just got so excited about Disney. I think the last time I went was. I know I went in two thousand and nine. Right. When my senior year of high school is starting. <laughs> and then, I know, I think the last time I was in Florida, um, I went to Universal, so. Sorry, Disney. <laughs> <laughs> Universal, if you want to jump on this as well. <laughs> okay. So, we're going we're gonna to get into AC's uh, five picks that he thinks should have been in the top 40. And, you know, his little... He's all fancy. He has, like, extra notes. I didn't even write down my notes and talking points. I literally have them on my phone and looked at them while, as I was telling you guys. Is that it, cheating? Okay. I, I, I attribute it to it, to it being... I'm unrehearsed, guys. Well, like, I, I know myself. <laughs> like, I know I won't remember these notes. So I just, I just left okay. it to that. I, well, I just said, you know what? I better write this junk down. He cares about you guys. That's what he's saying. I'm more reckless. <laughs> Okay. She said it, not me. Anyway, <laughs> uh, so my top five. I, take a look at my list. It's a little. Um, uh, it, it's it has a bit of a DJ's bias because I, I I do DJ. I am a professional DJ in the sense that I have been paid to DJ. His business card is really nice. It's kind of fancy. <laughs> I have a business card. I think that attributes to. I think that's all the evidence you need. Maybe we'll give you some some airtime. And we'll, or not, maybe not live airtime, maybe we'll put your information on our website so they can find it. Uh, If they're in the Austin area, they can look you up. Yeah, there you go. He does weddings. (laughs) Um, I just, uh, I I do, I could, heck, I could just do whatever, I don't know. He wears a snazzy uh, vest and tie. (laughs) He's got an outfit for DJing. Like I, I do. Hey, I want to look professional. Look, we're getting off track. <laughs> Sorry, but anyway, I mean, hey. But no, it, it really does. I, I, you know, I like songs that are upbeat, things that I can, you know, mix and stuff like that. I think my my taste in music has changed because of that, but not too much. So my number one uh, going into this is going to be Vanilla Ice. Ice Ice, ice Baby. Ice, so it's at the number 45 spot, so just outside the top 40. I mean, this is a song that actually, you know, every DJ has to play. And I yeah. I find that surprising compared to another song that I have on my list, and we'll talk about it then. But 
you know, this song has to be played. The other one can kind of be, you know, left by the wayside. But this one, anytime, you know, mm. if there's kind of a lull in the, you know, on the dance floor and stuff, you put this track on. Yes. People that are is coming true. back out. That is true. And, you know, you'll see some running mans, you'll see some cabbage patches, all that sort of stuff. So <laughs> it's such a nice, it's like the perfect song to sum up what the 90s was all about. Like, if you, I don't know, I feel like this song, which I'm surprised that it wasn't closer in the 40, the top 40. Because if you do put this song on, everyone's like, oh my gosh, 90s yeah. party. Right, right. You know? Um, and like, like I was talking about the, the music video earlier, like everybody's pretty oh, yeah. familiar with that. I mean, yeah. you have you have him in that low rider, you have him with, a, uh, with a, the haircut, of course, and then <laughs> the graffiti in the background. Um, I think everybody could, could quote at least one line out of it. Uh, you know, cooking MCs like a pound of bacon, that sort of thing. Stop collaborating. Listen. There you go. Um, oh, you know, it's it's just such a quotable song. It really is. Um, it's great. It's. Um, I I just had another one that popped in my head, and I just lost it. If any ladies have, or any guys who have watched Thirteen Going on Thirty, had a cringe-worthy moment when that hockey player of a boyfriend uh, started strip dancing to the song. You know, that's one thing that'll be burning your brain forever. If you haven't seen it, I'm so sorry for spoiling it, but you might want to check it out. I'm sure it's on YouTube somewhere, just that clip. <laughs> that just saved me having to watch it. Anyway. <laughs> it's uh, a good movie. But, no, I, like, I mean, like I said, just, just a classic 90s jam. Um, definitely one to, to get the, uh, the dance floor packed yes. again. Yes. Sorry if you hear a whole lot of sliding and stuff like that. Me and Steph are sitting on the floor right now. We're professional and, guys. And, our, and our legs are falling asleep. So we're uh, <laughs> so uncomfortable. Anyway, uh, next one I have up. My number two is going to be MC Hammer's You Can't Touch This. Can't Touch This. So um, once again, just another classic this. 90s jam. Um this came in at number 55. The other one was Ice Ice Baby was at 45. And this is what I was talking about. Like, this is a classic 90s jam, but I feel like you could play it mm-hmm. at a, at a you know, when you're DJing. Kind of like, yeah, you could play it, but I feel like Ice Ice Baby is just a bit more, you know, it's going to bring more people out on the dance floor or more people are yeah. going to have some appreciation for it. But you can't touch this, you know, just doesn't. It'll still get people excited. Just I don't think it will get people as excited, which is also a reason why it's at fifty five and right. Ice Ice Baby's at right. forty five. So and and this one this one came out in January, so I'm thinking it's the same thing that we talked about with a uh, with like uh, Bismarcky and and, mm-hmm. and Tom Petty. You know, it just came out so early. By the end of the year, November rolls around. We're yeah. like, okay, that's that's enough of that, right? You know. Right. So, um, but I love it. You know, it samples Super Freak. You know, classic, classic Rick James jam. Yeah. Um, I, I feel like you could put on. Uh, I feel like you could put on Super Freak mm-hmm. and have people jump on the dance floor. Probably more, more than, than really. Yes, more than you can't touch this. Maybe like older generations, but I feel like younger generation. Maybe like people who are in their twenties right now. Maybe maybe I'm gonna push it and say twenty to thirty. Mm-hmm. I should probably say like twenty. Three to thirty, but we're gonna go to twenties. People in their twenties. Very specific. Well, because I mean, I know the song because I, I don't know. Like, my dad is just very musical. He just loves all kind of music, and he wants us to know all about it. And also, weird side note: uh, my sister's cheerleading tryout song 
in the seventh grade of middle school, yeah, seventh grade, junior high school, was to this song. And you I was, can't touch this? Yeah. It was, of course, you know, remix, but yeah. But I feel like, you know, if you're 30, anywhere between 23 and 30, like, you'll know the song because either your parents listened to it and they loved it. Mm-hmm. But for some reason, I feel like the people who are 20 to, like, 23, mm-hmm. they'll know just because, you know, we were talking about right. it or, you know, still talking about it. Right. You know? So, I mean, like, okay, so that's sort of the reason why we didn't start with the 80s is because yeah. majority of our parents, if you're born in the 90s, most of their jams are going to be, you know, to... Already to, passed. Yeah, to, yeah. A, to 80s music, so yeah. they carry that on. To, 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 yeah. Definitely to, to, to oh, me, yeah. and I know I know to you. Yeah. Uh, I don't know about some of our listeners out there, but a lot, you know, a lot of the songs that we listen to came out of the 80s yeah. because of our parents, so... Shout out to the 80s babies. That, that's kind of the reason why we want to, you know, save the best for, for last, yeah. or at least later on. Yeah. You know, you don't want to blow your load, if you will. <laughs> I know that's uh, it's a little gross, but it's a little graphic. <laughs> but we don't want to get there so fast, right? Yeah. Um, that I mean, if there was anywhere to get too fast, it would definitely be eighties because I would literally this this is just gonna be a very. It feels like if oh. we started there, you know, it would just be all downhill from there. Yeah, well, also, well, I was gonna say this is gonna be a really bad analogy to go with your your. Uh, analogy but i was gonna say if we started with the 80s i would just explode everywhere <laughs> because like i just have such a love and that's why i tried not to say it. but anyway oh i have just such a love for like 80s music that like ah uh, i don't know i don't know like did you just hear it in that sigh like i just got so excited i don't know sorry to to keep interrupting but like yeah i'm glad we didn't start with the 80s because definitely you know the best would have been over, and we would have had nothing to talk yeah. about. Yeah, now don't get me wrong. Seven, sixties, seventies—they have their their place, but I feel yeah. like the eighties was just sort of a zenith of of music. But anyway, yes. sorry, sorry. We're, we're getting way off track we're here. Just, we're very um, excited. The next song I have on here, uh, number three for me, is going to be Millie Vanilli, "All or Nothing." Oh boy, that's number seventy-nine. So you know, okay. So my memories. Uh, Growing up in the 90s, you know, late 90s. Actually, it's kind of crazy. So my love for Millie Vanilli kind of started around the exact same time I started having an appreciation for, like, NSYNC and the Backstreet Boys. So it's a little really? crazy. Yes. It's super weird. So I I, I, I love this. I, I my, my parents had it on cassette tape. Oh, okay. okay? okay. So you... you <laughs> so you listen to it in the car. Yeah, we listen to it in the car. Um, it's probably that tape got so worn out because it's probably the only thing I ever wanted to listen to, and so like um, I, I I don't know. It's just I love I love Millie Vanilli. I I don't care what anyone has to say about you know the whole lip syncing thing. I really... okay. So I was I wasn't gonna bring it up, but now that you mentioned it, I feel like like my what I liked about them and everything didn't like the lip syncing thing didn't change it and but then later on didn't it come out they were just they didn't even actually sing no like it was someone else like it was completely different people yeah it it was but it was i think rest in peace to one half of them that decided to take their life because yeah, I I remember. I think that's when I actually first heard of them. Mm-hmm. I don't think I ever listened to their music before. You know, my dad told me what happened, mm-hmm. and I thought that you know, 
how crazy must the music industry be that, you know, or fans and, you know, mm-hmm. just how cruel people in general can mm-hmm. be. And and I think especially to, to want to take your own life. And I just put it out there that, you know, people in the music industry are people too. And they work hard and, you know, they still have to go through, you know, all the performances. You know, even if they didn't, weren't singing, they still have to go through all the, the performances and, and the practice. And, you know, they did spend a lot of their time, you know, working hard mm-hmm. to put on shows for their fans. So, you know, still people. Yeah. Be respectful. Yeah. I, I don't know. That was just so crazy. And it just makes me think, were there other acts that were like that, you know? Right. That just didn't get caught. That just, yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't know. Who, who? I mean, it's just well, I mean, for speculation, yeah. but I, I, I don't know, you know. I mean, we hear, we hear, you know, people who are older, they come back, they try to do a comeback a couple of years later or something, mm-hmm. and they sound completely different. Right. So, I mean, those are, you know, red flags there, but yeah. nothing, nothing is ever, people just chalk it up to age. Right. Or, or time away from the stage. And, and Drug use, even. Right, right. Even that. So, you know, we, we'll never know. <laughs> we'll never know. But anyway, still, you know, I, I love... I, like I said, I, I think it just has a DJ bias. I feel like... Because oh, there's another song... Did another you say million... what song it was? And what song? Yeah, I'll... Be... Did I? I don't think so. I think you just said who it was. Okay, Sorry, guys. It's All or Nothing, okay? I I think I did, but anyway. No. All or Nothing, number 79. Uh, number 79 spot on the Billboard 100. Um, I, I don't know. I just where, like the beat. Where I would like you put it? I, I honestly don't know. It would probably be right at the... Maybe right at number 40. Really? Because, you know, hmm. honestly, like, I can understand compared to the songs that are... Into the top 40, there are very few that I would take out. Gotcha. Maybe one or two. Oh, there two. are some that I would take out for sure. Yeah. Can't wait to get to that. But I, I don't know. I just I just felt like... I, I, I don't know. But anyway. Okay, so the the other thing is like... There is... There's a song... Another Millie Vanilli song mm-hmm. that's closer to the top 40. Blame It on the Rain. It came in at a 46. I don't know. I like All or Nothing way better than... Not really? way better, but I like it better than Blame It on the Rain. Yeah. Yeah. So I I don't know. There are a lot of instances like that on on this year's uh, in 1990 mm-hmm. that you know songs that came in around the, the 40 mm-hmm. we would have swapped with another song that they sang that yeah. was in you know around the 60s yeah. or you know, I don't know 70s. maybe this was just like a deeper cut I, I, maybe I don't know who, or maybe who one came out kind of like a Bismarcky thing they came out earlier in the year so that it was so played out that they you maybe know, who when knows? they put out their second single you know. People yeah. were more excited about Possibly. it. Possibly. I mean, I didn't... I, that one I didn't look into. I know... Huh, and, and once again, I don't want to dip too far into it, but uh, what's it called? Um, oh, I can't remember the name of it. Uh, Girl, You Know It's True mm-hmm. um, yeah. came out in 89, so... I like that song That's a, a great song. But anyway, we won't talk about that now. Um, the next song that I have up, uh, it's pretty awesome. Luther Vandross, Here and Now. Coming in at number 43. I, I love this song, and I have it on my notes, and it makes me laugh just reading my notes. It is a, it's a perfect love song. Up until you get to the point of the song, there's like, I, I vow to be one with thee. Like, like, okay. He wants to be Shakespearean. That's what I was thinking. Like, like, you couldn't come up with a better line. 
<laughs> we have to throw it all the way back to the 1600s. I vow to be one with the... <laughs> I feel like that whole sentence sounds very Shakespearean. It, it does feel very Shakespearean, and I'm going to feel very foolish if it's a reference to something Shakespearean. Oh, maybe. I, I don't think it is. I really don't it's think Luther. it is. We'll never know. We'll, we'll never know. <laughs> But anyway, so I mean, Luther's just got an amazing yeah. voice, yeah. All the way, you know, he's 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 had hit after hit after right. Hit, I so. mean, um, like Dance with My Father was amazing, yeah. You know, oh, someone I, just karaokeed that this weekend, and oh, they it was rough. butchered the whole it was thing. So I was rough. so sad. So, yeah, so me being Filipino, Steph being half Filipino, you're gonna hear a lot of stories about people karaokeing, and it's always rough. It's <laughs> sorry, guys. No offense to the Filipino community, we love you dearly. Hey, but to be fair, oh well, there are some that are just blow everyone out of the water. They're so good, like, and it's surprising. Usually, it's the people who like are kind of quiet, and uh-huh. you don't expect them to be able to sing really well. Like this one it's guy who's in the yeah, one guy who's in the military. You know, he just, he just, he's goofy and he's, he's kind of rough around the edges, but like, he just loves to have a good time. Greatest country singer ever of this whole group. As Filipino as they come. Yeah. Oh it's gosh. Great. It's great. I love it. You're going to hear Stephanie cringe whenever oh, we do a top 40 uh, for country hits. Oh gosh. She's Guys, not- I just, I don't know what it is. There are select songs that I do like and I Blame them partially on the fact that they're songs that my sister or my dad just listened to over... Okay, so just a little quick snippet about my dad and country music. So my dad drove a huge Ford F-150 while I was in high school. And he's a truck driver, so on top of that, he, you know, hangs out with a lot of people who listen to country music. So, everyone knew my dad in high school, as or, in, or at least in my neighborhood, as... The big black guy in the big blue truck with the cowboy hat on. And the windows down. That was my dad. And his truck was loud, so everyone knew it was him driving down the road. Oh, I need to meet this man right away. And so, you know, that's how everyone, you know, everyone noticed him. And, of course, he always had his Dunkin' Donuts coffee, you know, in his hand, you know. It'd be a little Rhode Island, I guess. Yes. So, you know, and he's one of those people who knows everyone. Like, if you go to a store with him, he'll at least see three people he knows. And I just, ugh. But that's how people knew him. The big black guy with the cowboy hat on and the big blue truck. And it, it was it was a very interesting couple years of high school for me. I feel like we got way off tangent from where we were. But, I mean, country, okay, so country, basically saying country music, yes, there are some songs that I do like. There's some that are, that are I know and I, I tolerate simply because I've heard them so much because of my dad and his cowboy hat and his big blue truck. Which is where I was going with that. And then others because AC thinks, you know, it's his new life's mission to get me to like country music. And he has introduced me to some songs that I do like. But overall, there's just, I don't know what it is. I'd probably listen to Zydeco before I listen to country, okay? I like Zydeco too. Yes, but Zydeco is not exactly country, so... It's a little more than country, but you know what I mean? I don't know. I don't know. If there are any other people like that besides me, like, I love all, almost all genres of music. I even listen to, like, heavy metal, okay? But for some reason, country just does not do it for me. It just doesn't. Not yet. I will convert her, okay? 
Well, we'll work on that. Maybe this podcast will change me. <laughs> Maybe. Anyway, going back to Luther. Jeez, uh, we got so far off from that. How do you go to country music from Luther Vandross? <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, How do we get there? But anyway, Here and Now is only at number 43. Like, it's just on the outside. Yes. But, you know, it's, like I said, it's an amazing, uh, amazing uh, love song. I don't know um, what I would, what would you swap it out with, like? Would it be would it be right towards the end of the top forty, or do you think it would be somewhere in the middle, or you know higher for me, up, somewhere in the middle, to one, somewhere in the middle? Because for really? for me, I, I don't know. Some songs are not as good as this one. I, I I guess I don't know. I I I can see some songs like that could beat it up. Like a lot of songs, I could beat it up. But I feel like this this one needs to somehow be, be there. Maybe yeah. in the la- in the in the second half of the top 40, but it's that good. It's yeah. it's such It a, is a memorable song. song. Like, it is even a memorable if, song. Even if you don't think you know the song, go on YouTube, look it up and play it. I guarantee you like around 1 minute you'll be like, "Oh, I do know the song." And you're going to start singing it. Yeah. Uh, Cuz that's what happened to me. It, 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 yeah, it's a great song. So, anyway, uh and then my number 5 uh to be, to be honest with you, uh, I wrote this down because it it, it just made me think of, of the nineties, um, more so than some of the other songs in the in the sixty that lead up to, to the top forty. But I picked uh Faith No More Epic. So I mean I I, I think I know it because it comes up in quite a few video games, I think. Oh. Um <laughs> Well, there's a couple. Uh, I think it's in 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 one of the Madden games. I think it's in one of the Grand Theft Auto games. Um, it's such a it's such a, a fast great song. It, yeah, it's it's, oh, okay. it's kind of it's a really good hype song. Um, really, it's an awesome awesome hype song, and I think I I've used it before. You know, back in in high school when I used to play sports, you know that that career was short lived. But <laughs> um, but just to get hype, like it's such a great hype song. And AC's a rugby boy. Uh, yeah. Rugby, football, all, anything that can you know potentially break bones. I love playing. So, if you're a Texan, I think football is obligated. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, football is a religion here. So, <laughs> um, but um, I, it, it's just a great hype song, and it's a great you know kind of headbanger song. And mm. um, there was a phase of mine that I went through that kind of thing. Um, not Did saying you I have, don't like the long shaggy hair with the. Did you wear the black pants with the chains? I was never that. My was, stepbrother went into that face. It was great. Yeah, I think with we the sarca- all know. Did you wear the sarcastic? I t-shirt? did wear sarcastic t-shirts. Nice. I did black and then. Yep. Um, Anything lime green or <laughs> red and black? Red and combo. Bl- yes. yes, I yes. had quite a couple shirts like that. Did you have um, any fake lip piercings or eyebrow piercings? No, because I'm not a big fan of piercings. Oh, that's true. <laughs> Even if they are fake, but I, I don't know. But I yes, have I a do. nose ring. Yeah, but it it's cute on you. Thanks. I, I don't think it look as good as look as good on a you know a curl. No, on a oh, on, on a boy. On like a overweight, you know. Were you overweight Filipino in high school? Guy. Yeah, I've I've been overweight my entire life, pretty much. It's true. Anyway, we're, we're getting far from book. We're getting far from the. No. Far because in high school, you know, you said this is a song that hyped you up. Yeah, so. no, it's a, it's a great hype song, and like so, it just reminds you of high school. Not necessarily. It just, <clears throat> I, I I don't know. I I didn't hear the song in the nineties. I I 
I heard it, you know, in the 2000s, in the 2000s mm-hmm. because, you know, it, like I said, it came up because of those video <laughs> games, but it makes oh, me... Oh, yes, video games. But every time I, I hear the song, I I can't help but, like, have to listen to it. Uh, um, and, like and the then, whole thing through? Yeah, the whole thing through. Really? For some reason. I, I don't know. Maybe I just enjoy rap metal. Who knows? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like the Beastie Boys. I like, you Beastie know... Beastie Boys are great. They are. They are. Um, I didn't have an appreciation for them until I was in, like, high school. Right. Me too. When they me came too. out with their... Newer but, album. I don't know. Uh, rap metal has a soft spot, soft spot in my heart somewhere. Um, <laughs> That's the wrong side of your body for your heart to be on. Look, I'm not a doctor, okay? Don't, <laughs> don't, don't do that to me, okay? I wish you guys could have seen that. That was great. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> okay. Jeez. Um, if you guys like me torturing AC, please continue to listen. Oh, jeez. <laughs> um, but anyway, this is number 75 on the top 100. Also released early in the year, so maybe another one that like I can kind of I can kind of see why this is on the outside of the top forty. Um, mm. Like I like listening to it. I only hear it maybe two or three times every year. Is it Ray Lewis motivational worthy? Mm, no, not quite. Really, not not quite. But that. it was in Madden. It was, but you know, it it gets you hyped. But not Ray Lewis hyped. Not, Ray Lewis hyped is, is another. If you guys want, like, motivation for life, just wake up and find a Ray Lewis video on YouTube. I promise you, your day will be great. It's a Hall of Famer uh, linebacker, Baltimore Raven, Ray Lewis. Guys, the only reason why I know that is because of the motivational videos. Like, I knew he was a great football player, but I was just like, who's that really aggressive guy on the football field right now? In the purple. Oh. <laughs> and that's how I found it. Amazing player. But anyway... Um, and then there was an alleged issue, but... We're, we're not going to go into that. Uh, <laughs> we should do a, a sports podcast of the things Stephanie does not know, but she thinks she knows about. <laughs> uh, we'll write that down in the notes. <laughs> if you guys appreciated our five picks uh, out of the 62-100 of the Billboard Top 100 for the year 1990, let us know. We like comments. We like feedback, even if you're telling us we sound ridiculous. Are you cutting me off? I, I'm not. I'm not cutting him off. I'm just saying. Oh, okay. You're, you're plugging a podcast yes. that does not exist yet. Okay. Hey, once we post it, it'll exist. Okay, fair oh, enough. Do we not plan to post this? Uh, am I just sitting here for fun? <laughs> what is this? Fair, fair enough. Okay. Anyway, um, but apparently, okay. So looking at my notes again. Sorry, I gotta bring it back down. Jeez, you have more notes for this song. Yes, I have a lot of notes. Okay, I like I said, I want to make sure I'm I'm given enough information. If you're ever, if you guys ever have to choose between me or AC, just hover over my name, click the button that's in the vicinity of my name because I have shorter notes. <laughs> And the fact that they don't exist, and I can give you a concise. Wait, where are they clicking on your name? On our website, that I still have to make. Jeez. <laughs> oh, man. That's how much I love you guys. I'll make a website just to do that. Guys. <laughs> but I a... also promise them that our list will be on our website. Yes, so. okay. And you can argue whether or not we know what we're talking about. I mean, we there's evidence that we don't. <laughs> we well, I don't mean, I think we just about. appreciate music in general, so this is why we wanted to do this. So if you want to judge us, I don't care. Just add some backup to it. Like, write your own freaking notes and create your own damn podcast. Anyway, 
Let me let me wrap this up before we get off on more tangents, okay? So, um, apparently, this is the number sixty seventh greatest one hit wonder. I'm I'm really excited to There's get a list. Yeah, yeah. This is why you do research. Wow. So, <laughs> I was just about to say I'm excited to get to that list. I would <gasps> love to get to that list of the greatest yeah. one hit wonders. Um, we were just talking about a song that's probably going to become a one-hit wonder. Oh yeah! Uh, earlier today, I think well, it was a uh, "Call Me Maybe" yeah. by Carly, Carly Rae Jepsen. Jepsen. Yeah, that's definitely going to become a one-hit wonder. Um, she really hasn't come out with anything else. Well, I mean, did she was... have an album or was it just the one song? The single. She had an album. Oh, was it um, not popular? I don't know. I think people just bought it for that song. For that and song. The... <laughs> um, and then there was that "I Really Really Like You," but that's I, her. I, I, yeah. I've only heard that song like twice ever. Oh no, I've heard it all on the radio. Oh well, maybe you listen to the radio more than I do. I, I don't definitely know. don't. <laughs> you do a lot more driving. I I do. Um, but uh, in the top forty metal songs, number thirty on oh, the wow. tail end of that one. Okay, so hmm. um, maybe, maybe there's some. I, I'm some interested. Explanation. Once again, I'm interested to see that list as well. Yeah. Um, because rap metal, <laughs> who knew? Yeah, I mean, who knew? Indeed. That's what people liked in the '90s. Like, I just realized, like, ugh, Linkin Park really had it right when they collaborated with Jay Z in the early 2000s for their album. That was great. They're not metal, metal, but they're yeah, they're so rock. I don't know what what would you call Linkin Park? They were rock, and then they kind of veered off to. I don't know because they had uh, what's rap. her name, Mike Shinoda. No, yeah, they've always had Mike. Well, well, they've not always, always. Had Mike they, they lost Mike Shinoda. Well, he didn't die. <laughs> so, I was going to say, what that. happened to him? He, My sister was he, in love with him. He just went, you know, did his Fort Minor thing. I don't oh, know if well, he's still Fort doing Minor that. was great. But, um, For a short stint of time. But, you know, it was, you know, Mike Shinoda and then yeah. the Linkin Park guy. How do, I know, how do I know Mike Shinoda think, and then not the lead singer of Linkin Park? I think Mike Shinoda was more... He's the one who spoke, usually. You know, he's the one who was interviewed a lot and asked questions about the band and things like that. I keep thinking there's a spider on the door, but it's just the shadow from the door hinge. Guys, I'm losing my mind. Okay. Well. Uh, back to Mike Shinoda. <laughs> back to Mike Shinoda. <laughs> Shout out to Mike Shinoda. If you ever want to come on the show. Yes, let us know. He's never going to want to do the show. <laughs> he's going to be like, guys, you don't even know his name. The other guy. The other guy. <laughs> Which we saw. The other guy from Lincoln Park. If you ever want to come on the show. There's like three other guys, you. too. That's horrible. Uh, there's a, okay, there, okay. There's only two people who matter from Lincoln Park. No offense, Lincoln Park. But I love Mike, Lincoln Park. I can't wait till we get to their music, because that's going to be awesome. It's just Mike Shinoda and then other Chester guy. Bennington. I knew that was a Chester. Chester yes, Bennington? I knew he had a... What the heck? Yes. Yes, Chester. That's his name, Chester. Mike had the weird last name. Chester has a weird first name. Oh, you know why I knew his name, actually? Because of the Chester Cheeto Puffs. <laughs> anyway, uh, Benedict Cumberbatch, lead singer of oh, Lincoln Park. That's no. what it sounds like. No. It sounds like Benedict Cumberbatch. It's Chester yeah, Benedict Bennington. Cumberbatch, if you want to come on the show, I would love that. I'm a huge Sherlock fan. Why is Pusha T part of this band? He's not part of Lincoln Park. Maybe he replaced Mike Shinoda. Maybe. 
Google, I think you're lying to me. <laughs> oh, Lord. Uh, oh, jeez. So sorry to Mark Wakefield, Dave Farrell, Rob Borden, Brad Delson, and Johan that AC just consulted by saying oh, wait, that maybe you were not Johan, Mark. I Yeah, think. I know him. He's Well, he's on the turntables. You would know him. Yeah, if you're sorry, DJ. <laughs> See? And then there's three other people who definitely have nothing to do with Well, they might have something to do with it, but... In my early... When they first came out in, like, the late 90s, mm-hmm. I don't remember those last three people, so I'm not even going to mention them. So sorry. Okay. Well, guys from we'll Linkin get, Park. We'll I, get to Linkin Park when we get to Guys from Linkin Park, we apologize. Or, sorry, more accurately, I apologize. AC apologizes. Excuse oh, me. Geez. I took the time to look it up simply because I honestly forgot his name. Well, I was in the middle of analyzing Faith No More, Faith No More's epic and I don't even think I covered what I needed to. You did, because you got all the way to the bottom of your notes at Rap Metal. Yeah. You did. <laughs> yeah, but uh, I, I feel like there was a, it wasn't as in-depth as the other ones, but... Uh, oh, boy. Anyway, it's just a good song. I always confuse that one with... Uh, like, just hearing the title, I always confuse that with Cult of Personality. Oh, I love that song. It's such a great song. Uh, simply because I am a... Uh, CM Punk fan. Oh, wow. So. You're cheating. What do you mean? Because I feel like that song, I learned that song actually from my dad. Because I, okay, I, it was okay. a great song. To be fair, to be fair, I did learn, I did hear Cult of Personality before I ever knew it was attached to CM Punk. So. But you didn't appreciate it until you saw it attached to CM Punk. Yeah. Yeah. Really, of all people, CM Punk. I, li- I like his wrestling style. You know, like Randy Orton? I have the t-shirt. He's okay. We aren't going to turn this into a wrestling podcast, okay? Oh, we should totally do that. Uh, Another podcast for another time. Just thinking of great ideas right now. You're just shooting them all down. Sorry, okay? See what I have to deal with, guys? You see? Look, we we will get to that point, okay? We don't even know if people are going to like this one. Oh, they will. (laughs) I'm optimistic. (laughs) And I have good talking points. From really? My, from my, from your notes my that don't exist? <laughs> hey, there were good pointers. Like, I thought I took a long time to talk about my notes. Because you kept interjecting other things about country music that had oh, nothing that to do with Luther Vandross. That was during yours. See? I did, you just let oh. me ramble on mine, and yeah. I finished quickly. You didn't interject your opinions too much. I mean, we can go back. <laughs> no, I think, I think they're sick of us at this point. They probably already logged off. It's okay. <laughs> So guys, I know you enjoyed this podcast. Um, go ahead and send us, you know, some feedback, send us some comments, send us all the things that you want to send us at our email at um, shot through the chart at gmail.com. That's through T H R U, just like a drive-through. So uh, pretty easy to spell there. Um, subscribe to the podcast, right? So you can get it. Uh, Uh, when the next one comes out and we will be looking forward to seeing you the next time yeah um so guys i got my voice back we didn't record for a few days because i sounded like a frog don't laugh it's not funny it was it was it was actually really horrible i hate being sick but anyway um i hope i knew i wasn't gonna say this but i hope you guys enjoyed um you know everything we had to say and you know if you agreed with us you know that's awesome but if you didn't agree with us we would love to hear why you like let's have an open dialogue about you know 
you know, what we shared and what we talked about, because, uh, you know, music is fun, and it's all about, you know, seeing other people's point of view, so, uh, anyway, we know you loved it, you loved it, right, uh, send us some some feedback as AC said and you know thank you for listening and I hope you uh stick around and check out the next one that one's going to be uh we're going to be going through what number 40 through number 36 so there's some good songs coming up yes so uh, it's about to get real guys we're going into the real getting into the top top 40 so uh we will see you guys on the next one I'm AC Ponce Stephanie Henderson we will catch you next time catch you later